Welcome to Divorce Redefined, changing the experience of divorce with Cindy Stibbard. Cindy is ready to have those candid and unfiltered conversations so you know how to move forward in your marriage. You'll hear inspiring and insightful discussions surrounding this taboo subject to help you feel confident in your decision. Now, here's your host, Cindy Stibbard. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Divorce Redefined. I'm your host, Cindy Stibbard. And this week, I have a really exciting announcement to make. My mini course called The Talk is finally launched. This is a mini course I've designed for you to help you master the art of having a hard conversation with your spouse. You know the one I'm talking about. It's the one where you want to tell them you want a divorce. You might have been struggling with this conversation for a long time, maybe months, maybe even years, because you are struggling to find the right words. You're also struggling with the idea of how to do this in an amicable amicable way. You have been putting off this conversation because you're afraid of how they're going to react. You know you don't want to hurt them, but you also don't want to trigger an all-out war. Believe me, I get you. Having the divorce talk can be one of the most difficult yet most important conversations you will ever have in your life. And that is why I created the talk mini course. My self-guided mini style course workshop is designed to help prepare you for the hard conversation with your spouse. In this course, you will get a 30-minute self-paced video, over 20 scripts, sentence starters, and possible responses to help you start and form the best narrative possible when preparing for this hard conversation, a complete slide deck of video, a sample divorce letter, accompanying guide and workbook, lifetime access to the replay, and a special discount on further coaching with me. So in addition to the over 20 scripts that I'm going to give you, I'm going to teach you the most important do's and don'ts to avoid during this conversation. You're going to learn what works, what doesn't when it comes to communicating your desire for a divorce, and I'm going to help you avoid any misunderstandings or arguments to ensure that your conversation stays productive and respectful. This is such an important conversation to have that it's so important to do it right. So don't wait for the fight. Do it right and enroll in my mini course, The Talk, today. Head over to my Instagram link, Instagram, and in the bio, you're going to get a link, and it is right now on a promo price for $49. So this mini course is going to set you up for success. Now, without further ado, let's get into our episode today. I would like to introduce you to our very special guest. He is the founder of an online platform called The Exit. This is an amazing platform designed to help guide any of those of you going through divorce to help you do your journey better. It is full of resources and tips and experts to help make your journey so much easier. Phil Yagoda is here with me. He's the creator of this amazing platform. And we're going to talk about how he created it, why he created it, because I think Phil's got something right now. He believes that everyone needs a great exit. And so this platform is helping you do just that. So welcome to the show, Phil. Uh, Thank you, Cindy. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited for you to be here and talk about this great platform because I didn't even realize that it existed before I met Paul and yourself. And now the more that I spend so much time on it, it's so amazing. And it's something that I wish was out there when I was going through a divorce. You know, it's funny you say that because uh, I had a couple of friends say the same thing. And look, if you could ever make someone's life easier, that's always, you know, that's a gift in itself. So amazing. So let's, let's go back and tell us a bit of a backstory about this, because the surprising thing I find with with this is that you haven't gone through divorce yourself. And so I'm so I'm so um, curious as to what brought you to this place of creating this platform for those people who are going through it. So you are absolutely right. I am the, I guess as, as a, one of the reporters said, you're the happily married, happily married divorce guy. Um, <laughs> I'm, one, I'm one of the, I'm one of the lucky ones, you know, but we, there was so much divorce in, in our community, as well as even in my own family, that I wanted to create something that was going to help people, you know, going through what you'd say is probably the most difficult time in their lives. And so we created the the exit. And 
I gotta tell you, I do love the name. Like that was one thing uh, th- that I thought worked really well. Uh, I love the name. It's perfect. As well as the logo is an exit sign. So yes. <laughs> um, but we, we wanted to create this um, digital platform that was really designed to simplify the process of uncoupling, um, breaking up, separate, you know, being se- getting separated and or getting divorced. Um, the site, if you think of it more like a WebMD of divorce, there is one for health, there's not one for divorce. So the site's a content-driven site where professionals and others provide content that's imperative to the reading audience. Um, and in this situation, it covers kind of really the gamut. So it's everything from emotional, legal, financial, straight down to co-parenting, property matters, division of assets, dating, getting back into the game. And, you know, the emotional health and wellness of people, which is so important to, you know, kind of maintain who you are and not let external factors really drag you, you know, down down the wrong path. Yeah, I think that it's amazing that you've created this because you're so right. And having, you know, not gone through it yourself, how close did this hit home for you so that you knew, you know, this was something that people obviously knew that you knew needed? Because I'm sure I'd like divorce has obviously touched your life in many ways for you to even know that this was something out there that people like me would benefit from. So, um, you know, even though I haven't gone through divorce, I've definitely been touched by divorce. Um, I've had many friends and family members, like I said, who've gone through it and have always tried to help. And sometimes, you know, people are in different states, different states in the U.S. all have different, you know, laws around it. Um, But I had one kind of funky conversation one day uh, I was going into a meeting and this person calls and he's like, oh, we're getting divorced. I'm like, okay, look, you know, I'm really, I'm actually walking into this meeting. I will call you as soon as I'm done and, you know, we'll work it out. You know, it, it, it can be okay. But I'm like, in the meantime, just kind of look on the internet and see if there's anything out there that, that really can help you. About three minutes later, calls back. He's like, there is nothing on the internet. I looked. All there are are divorce attorney ads. And I'm like, I still have to call you back after this. Later on that night, I started going on the internet and looking around. And I was shocked that in this day and age, right, there's so much on the front end of marriage or dating, whether there's an app or there's, you know, a website or, you know, think about it. You have Hinge and, and Mash.com and Bumble. And even if you take it the next step, like now you're married and you're going to have a child. It's what to expect when you're expecting. My wife had that book. You know, it's, it's all these yes. different things. But I hadn't found anything on the flip side. And if you look at the addressable market, there's about 300 to 330 to 350 people living in the U.S. alone. And if you look at the average between first, second, and third marriages, around 50% of marriages end in divorce. And so you, you ask yourself, you, you you have such an addressable market, but no one is doing anything to help solve that problem. And so that's why I wanted to create the exit. And that's kind of how it was, uh, I guess, formulated and, and brought to market. Yeah, that's amazing. Because you're so right. I think when people need that support going through it, because your background was finance, right? Yes. Exactly. And I'm sure you ran into a lot of people going through it, because typically that's the one of the first places that people go when they're going through divorce. So did you find that you were constantly, you know, faced with this issue in people's lives? Uh, Absolutely. And, you know, people, when when they're going through things like this, I mean, your whole life changes because everything Mm -hmm. that you've done or done together or, you know, had done up to this point is now you're going to have to start over. So, Mm -hmm. and that's everything from, Need new bank accounts, new insurance, new, you know, maybe a new car, new real estate, new everything. And so finances come into play in, in a big way, um, which is why people really should kind of figure out where they are, kind of like, you know, what they make, what their expenses are, you know, what they can maybe share and do it, I'd say, in the most classy way possible mm-hmm. because you will always have a relationship with this person, especially if you have children. Um, and that doesn't go away. And so, yeah. you, you know, whether it's going to be going to kids' soccer games or weddings or, you know, wh- whatever you're going to have going down the line. So I always try and tell people, just do it the right way. Don't, 
it, it doesn't need to be a fight. Right. And it's really hard, you know, when you're going through it and there are so many emotions and there's so much involved, you know, how do you help people get to that place where they can just sort of let it go? I mean, you and I, right before we started this podcast, we were on the call, we were just chatting about how, you know, I've got a ski cabin about two hours away, but I lost it in my divorce and my you know, ex-spouse, unfortunately, won't um, allow me access to use it when I've got my kids. And so they have to do they have to do a, a quite a long Saturday to get to their ski program every two weeks. You know, the flip side could be, well, you could just give them th- to their dad every weekend because he's got the cabin there. Right. But I mean, something like that, I, I see a lot of couples, they divide because it's like this ownership. Well, I'm punishing you because you left the marriage. This is now my space and my cabin. And we forget that the kids are involved because, I mean, like you said, as we were just chatting, it's the kids that get in in the middle, right? Like it's not my ski program. It's my son's ski program. And I mean, he'd prefer not to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to drive two hours to get to his program for sure. You know, is it a, is it an issue for me? It's It may be, but at the same time, we do a lot of things for our kids. But what's easier for our kids at the end of the day? And sometimes we lose sight of that because we are so attached to, well, this is mine now and you're not using it because you chose this path. And so I'm going to punish you for this. Do you know what I mean? No, 100%. And, and actually, I have one situation one friend in a situation kind of like that where this person is probably the most present person I've ever met in my life. And he steps back and he's like, no, if I'm not using it, go ahead. Like, even though it was a contentious divorce, Mm -hmm. he's, he's such a good person that he looks beyond it because he wants to make sure that he knows that that's the mother of his children, whether they're in love. They're not in love. Um, he, he, and I think that's the way really to approach things. At one mm-hmm. point, you you were in love. At one point, you did walk down the aisle, whether you're you know looking from the man's side or the woman's side, or even if it's a same sex couple. At one mm-hmm. point, something brought you together. Something pushed you apart. But you know, it's kind of like you have to get over it. You know, sometimes because you're not the only one who's getting hurt. In this case, your son. Or, you know, it could be relatives around you. And that's just, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, it takes a very mature character to be able to separate that. Like for your friend to be able to know, you know, this is way more than just a material space that I have, an ownership of a, of a like vacation home or whatever have you. This is really about, you know, the mother of of my children. And even though there could have been a big breakdown, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, and this is never where we think we're going to end up at the end of the day. But, but it happens, right? And and the most important thing at the end of the day is the kids. And so how do we put all of that behind us and move forward in a way that really preserves that relationship? So in your, you know, the exit has so many great resources. And when you look at the website, I mean, everyone should go over to theexit.com. You will see that it is broken up into different sections. It's called the breakup plan. Then there's finances, children, health, moving on. And there are so many different areas that can just provide support and resources and learning because the more we know, the better we can do. So how are you going out and what's sort of your philosophy about supporting people in this divorce space? So when you talk about support, I think, you know, the next thing that we're going to really build out beyond what's on there now is community. You know, too many times, like I've been there for people. I, I think people need to be there for their friends and family and people in their community, people they're not close with. Um, but a lot, after a while, just don't want to hear it. They, mm-hmm. every time I'm with Cindy, she's going to talk about her husband. Like enough. You know, right. People don't, people want to get away from that at one point. So I want to build out a community platform where, you know, there can be topics put up almost like a blog and people with total anonymity, because you want people to be able to open up and, and share their, their, you know, most, you know, heart-wrenching things that they're going through with others, but with total anonymity. Um, so you'll have, you'll be able to basically respond to different blogs and, you know, this is what happened to me, this is whatever. Eventually I want to build out pods to where, mm. um, even doing it through an algorithm with questions that you would ask. Because look, if, if you're 24 divorced with no kids, 
that's be a much different conversation and much different concerns than a 50 year old with three kids. Right. You know, you just got divorced. And so I want people to be in situations or in pods where they're going to feel as comfortable as they, as they can feel. And if they don't like that pod, they can pop into a different one. But again, right. we want to, we want to be there as much as we can to support people. Um, there's uh, another person that's going to be starting to author different things for the exit. Who's also a trauma specialist. And, you know, hopefully we'll start doing like, whether it's daily mantras or meditation or things like that, just everyone's different. And whether it's, you know, it's emotional, physical, spiritual, whatever you have to do personally to be your best self, mm-hmm. then we want to be there to support that. Because right now there's such a negative stigma around divorce. And what I'd really love to do is reposition divorce and breaking up from a negative situation to a new and positive beginning where everyone deserves a second chance or sometimes a third or fourth chance or a fifth chance. You never know, but everyone deserves to live the life that's going to make them the happiest that they can be. And if we can be there to help support that, then that's great. I love that. I love that approach because you're so right. And that was one of the reasons why I've gone into this is, is because of the stigma and the shame that I experienced myself when I was going through my own divorce, realizing that, you know, this is something that nobody talks about, even though over half of our long-term relationships and marriages go through divorce. Why is this such a secret? Why is this such a taboo right. subject still? All right. Well, even, you know, what you were talking about earlier with your course, having that conversation, I mean, that's, that's what's starting. That's what starts it all off. Right. So if if you do that correctly, then maybe the vibe and the relationship through the divorce will be much better. So everyone listening, that is a great uh, course (laughs) to go to because it really, it it sets the tone, right? It really sets the tone for what's going to be happening next. And, and look, when you're going through this, there's a myriad of things that people don't even think about, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, hiring a lawyer, child support, alimony, uh, property division, dating, insurance, real estate, all these different things. And I got to tell you, honestly, from, a, from an altruistic standpoint, I hope when people go and they look at all the things they're going to be having to go through, maybe they stop and say to themselves, you know, maybe I need to work on my marriage more. Right. right? People sometimes, you know, people are very flippant in making that decision to, um, you know, screw it, I'm not, not happy. Um, yeah. I'm going to go and just get out. Well, maybe there's something more that you can do together, whether it's counseling or maybe it's even, you know, personal expression of thinking like, you know, is it something in your past or something you're going through that's adding any type of, um, you know, uneasiness to the relationship. And so yeah. with that, you know, anything that, that people can do to make it as good as they can, you know, is, is probably the best thing you can do. Because look, I mean, you want... And I didn't come up with this saying, but I have heard it before. You know, a a good divorce is better than a bad marriage, right? You know, <laughs> especially when again getting back to children. If you have children involved, um, you don't want them to see an unloving home. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to think that that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Because think about your grandchildren. You don't want them, you know, growing up that way, and you don't want really your your, your children to think if it's not this way, then I should just get out or, mm-hmm. you know, or so, so that's when I think when people have to look, um, talk about skiing, but, you know, talk about hockey, same thing, right? If you can look three or four shots ahead, like Wayne Gretzky used to say, then maybe that's the way to approach things. Yes. Oh my gosh. You are so aligned in terms of our thought process around this, because to me, I look at it like, we never prepare for divorce. You know, we prepare for our weddings. We spend a whole year planning it and spending money and getting the right people and the right venue and the right food and organizing everything down to the music and the flowers. With divorce, we literally wait for that final shoe to drop. We explode and we're like, that's it. I want a divorce. And it's based from this almost emotional volcanic eruption and where no thought process has gone through what the repercussions of this is, nor have it... have. Many people, I would say, really thought about, okay, how is this going to impact my life? Because it's not just about me and my spouse. It's about the kids. It's about my family. It's about all the layers of the friends. 
It's about the finances, the living arrangements, all the logistics of this. Like there are so many pieces that I don't think people think about. Not that to say because of all those things, you shouldn't. If divorce is the right thing for you to do, then absolutely. If you aren't in a healthy, happy, functioning relationship and you have literally done everything you possibly could, yes, it's important to know that you can end this relationship, but end it in an amicable, planned out way. And so if we start by, which is why I created the talk, which is why I also have a program that I called The Decision, which works with people who are on the fence contemplating divorce, because, you know, what does your life look like if you are going to go down that path? Because the more we know, the better we can do and the more prepared we are to have that outcome. And also, I think the more we can release ourselves from the emotions, because when we act on emotion, we typically make the wrong choices and decisions. Always. always. I mean, and exactly exactly what you said is is it's so important to everyone who's listening again to go about it and do it the right way a lot of times even if you're not happy in the relationship and you're going to um you know therapy and all that still when that person serves you mm-hmm. with you know those divorce papers that other person's still kind of blindsided mm-hmm. right they didn't know what was going to happen they didn't even though deep down the, they kind of have a feeling right Right, but but like you said, you know, you have the wedding planner, you have the food, the flowers, the band, the you know, all the different things that you're thinking about. The honeymoon, the destination, the you know, did we get the room block right? Whatever, yeah. all these different things that you plan for one day. However, what's going to affect the rest of your life? People make quick and uninformed decisions, and a lot of those times, those decisions that are made are wrong. You know, mm-hmm. they can have great attorneys or attorneys that aren't great. You know, people can get pushed into arguing more, therefore running up bills, doing whatever. Um, it, it's just so important that both on the front end and on the back end, which again is why it's so great what you put together, um, that people really should, you know, go and take that course. I mean, I couldn't recommend it more. Thank you. Thank you. And it's, it is about setting it up. I almost look at it like, like a business deal. I mean, you're a business guy. Imagine if you just decided to buy or sell a business based on a, on an emotion, <laughs> like right. it typically doesn't work that well. I don't know. Right. I mean, I have never bought and sold a business before, but I mean, you're a numbers guy. What are the chances of it going really well based on you doing it just because you feel like it or you've, you've lost it? <laughs> you know, you know and that, that's a great point because you, you're right. Like, Nine out of 10 times, that is going to fail. And that's even worse than the statistics with marriage. So, I mean, if you think about it that way, if you want to look at the linkage or, you know, um, not getting back to the SAT times, but if you want to look at the, you know, basically the linkage between two things, it's it's very true. As much as you plan on the front end, you should be planning on the back end. Mm -hmm. And the more planning and the more that you can do it together, like when you have that conversation, it doesn't have to be, you know, an explosive one. It could be one of a mature, you know, two mature adults sitting down and saying, look, this just, it, it's just not for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I love you or I don't love you or I don't love you that way or however you approach it, but saying it in a calm and, you know, collected manner and being able to sit down and also discuss these other things, whether it's finances or who's going to be in the house because right. someone's in the house, someone's not in the house, or you can live together for a while and that becomes a little awkward as well. But then it's getting another house, getting new furniture, getting everything that the kids have in one home they should have in the other home, whether that's computers, beds, you know, there's just so many other things that when people make rash decisions, they're not taking into consideration. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's, there are so many things to consider. And the more that we consider it, the better we'll, we'll be more prepared. So I'm going to ask you a candid question here now. Um, with doing this platform with the exit and, and about divorce, you are still married. And how has this affected your marriage? Because it sounds like you're very knowledgeable about the divorce process, what's involved. And the more you know, I feel like sometimes it actually helps couples stay together mm-hmm. because they know what the outcome mm-hmm. could potentially be. So how has is this impacted your marriage and your situation at all, going, you know, having this knowledge? So I'll tell you, 
I, again, am one of the lucky ones. My wife is my best friend, my love, my, my everything. And I'm really the rock. Like she talked about a very um, level-headed person. You, you couldn't find one that's you know, more solid than, than my wife. Um, but I will tell you, just like you said, the more you understand something, the more you understand what not to do. Mm-hmm. And compromise is always very important. Look, you have two people that came together. We didn't even live in the same state. Right? We're from two different states, two different parts of the country. Uh, we landed up meeting in New York. But that being said, we had two different sets of parents, two different upbringings. You know, So people are going to come together and try and mesh what you've done. But it doesn't always work. And when things... Um, if I'm not happy about something or whatever, I, look, I don't want someone to be a mind reader. I'm mm-hmm. the first one to say, hey, let's sit down and talk about this because I don't want to stew. I don't want something to get me more and more upset. And then, like you said, have that volcanic you know, eruption. Uh, I'd rather just you know, openly say it. And there are so many different types also of therapies. There's one called cognitive behavioral therapy, mm-hmm. which you know, basically once – you're married, you love that person. I always said to myself, if I was in a situation like that, my wife wouldn't want to hurt me knowingly. But mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, in life, what you may think is hurtful to someone or not hurtful to someone, they do because perception is reality. Right. And so I think, you know, making sure that people understand that it's a relationship and there's more than one person in a relationship. And when you step back and you think about that, really for what it is, that that can really change the outcome of your marriage and or of relationships or even any with anything you're doing at work. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all encompassing in life. And do you find that maybe that's what's held you guys together? Like the, your communication? Have you gone to therapy together and worked on those things before they become small issues, became big issues? Yeah, about 10 years ago, we went to therapy and actually we went to a cognitive behavioral therapist because- you know, we were not having issues, but definitely wanted to work through, you know, some things. Um, and I was like, why don't we do it professionally? Because, yeah. you know, and, and she was she was all for that. Um, personally, you know, sometimes you say to yourself, hey, you know, we're adults. We don't need to go to therapy. We're, we can communicate. <laughs> we can do whatever. But sometimes, you know, having a, a third party who's unbiased, you know, that's, and that's very, you know, something with the with the exit that you'll find. It's unbiased, it's easy to understand, and it's engaging. And mm-hmm. having an unbiased bystander who can kind of be the referee a little bit and has experience in some of these other you know, areas and have seen different things can sometimes you know, open a light to a different tunnel that maybe you, you know, didn't realize or a different yeah. way to approach something. And so I'm, I look at all that stuff as, you know, as a very favorable thing. Um, and I think any time that you can get help Again, whether it's emotionally, spiritually, physically, working out, doing whatever you need to do to help you as a person. Because if you're not working on yourself, then it's going to be very hard to work on something for someone else or together, um, oh, like in yeah. a relationship. And so, um, I really, I think, I think all those things that people do could could really change the out the outcome or course of the relationship if they gave it as much thought as they do kind of like their greatest hobby that they love. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. And you said so many things there that to me are just keys to why, you know, your marriage has continued to work. Like, first of all, you didn't wait until it was six years too late to go to therapy. And you didn't really wait until necessarily until there was some massive issues that you guys needed to deal with. Because I always think, too, get it when it's head on, get it even when it's a little bit like, I don't know, this is not feeling great to me. Maybe we need to help have help even having this conversation or things aren't terrible, but maybe they're not like the way that they used to be. If you can get ahead of things, it's amazing how connective even going to therapy can be, especially when you're not in there recounting all of the 17 million things that you're supposed to have done to you, right? right? Because you can't get there. You, You literally can't get there for me too. 
you know, my ex spouse did not want to go to therapy at all because it was a me issue. And I think there too, you said that you and your wife were on board together. You have to do it together. One person cannot fix your marriage. It's just impossible. You both have to be on board to doing the work together or at least trying to make the changes that each other needs. It's not one person's job. One person might have a bit more changing to do, but the other person has to evolve with you and grow with you. Sometimes we have to divorce our old patterns and our old ways of being so that we can form a new connection and and moving forward. And for me, I think, you know, people would, people say, oh, did you try everything you could? Because at the end, I mean, after begging and pleading for marriage counseling for like five years with like, it was just almost humorous to him. By the end, when I actually left, that's when he wanted to to work on it. That's when he decided, okay, well, let's go to therapy. And by then I was like, no, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm done. I've been like trying to get you there. And now that you realize I'm actually serious, you want to go. But those five years for me was just this build of resentment, which I feel bad about, but I didn't know what else to do about it. I feel guilty that, you know, the five years I just let that resentment build and build and build. So by the time he wanted to work on it, I was so not even interested in going down that path. So we went to therapy to kind of learn how to divorce, I guess, separate better. But because this was like 22 years of stuff that we had never addressed, it was like, it were there were it came out like like raging lava and there was like no stopping and so i mean got give the poor guy credit there was no way that he could even figure out where to start because there was just so much and so i think for us that was definitely a massive detriment of you know i wanted to work and change on growing he didn't want to do any changing he liked how things were and just as they were but if you want to change you go do that on your own but i think as a couple you have to grow and evolve and change together. And you have to be willing to have those hard conversations because relationships are hard. And some of those conversations are going to suck. And it's going to hurt to hear how maybe you're being perceived or how you're being received by your spouse. And we need to take accountability for how we are and the role that we play in all of our relationships. And if we're resistant to that, that's just to me a foundation of how it's going to start breaking down. Yeah. So one one thing you said about, you know, unlearning about what you know. So not to, I think this was a Yoda quote. I am not a Star Wars guy, but, uh, (laughs) you know, I think he says something like you have to unlearn what you've already learned, which is so hard for people Mm -hmm. to do. You know, you're conditioned a certain way, but if you, and I'm a big sports guy, so I, I love, you know, using analogies with sports, but think about it, right? You're on the same team, even though you have the same if you're talking about football or whatever, the same goal of, of scoring a touchdown, you still have to practice together. Mm-hmm. You still have to go through the reads and progressions of, you know, what's going on with the defense, where you are on, are on offense, so you can together, you know, score. And I think sometimes if someone doesn't want to practice and the other person does, um, one person's going to know the, the game plan, the other one will not. And so being on, having the same game plan, especially when you have so many other um outside things kind of, you know, working with you and or against you couldn't be, you know, more important. So definitely, you know, who's ever out listening or whatever, definitely try and work together the best that you can. Again, I'm not Mm. even promoting divorce, right? I'd love for people to stay together. But if divorce is your best and only and last option, then we want to be there to support you through it the best that we can. Yeah. And so the exit really is that place to go when you're still even considering, you know, it gives you an idea of what you could do next, right? Oh, think, absolutely. Things to think about. Things to think about, ways to approach it, kind of like you were you know, speaking about earlier. Um, and even, you know, it doesn't just have to be for people that are, are married, you know, people cohabitate together. People, mm-hmm. you know, or just want to break up. Sometimes it's, you know, having that tough conversation of, I love you, but I just don't love you that way. Yeah. And so being able to to do that is is extremely important for people. I think that you nailed that. Uh, you you um, touched on an point, important point too there. I think that a lot of people think that something really big has to happen in order for their marriage to go down the path of divorce, in order to kind of 
warrant getting divorced, where it could just be that the two of you are supposed to be together for this season, whether that means you're supposed to have children together and be part of each other's lives for this chapter. And then next one, you're not really aligned anymore in terms of where you want to go with your life. And maybe your values have changed. Maybe your goals have changed. And just because you're not going in the same direction doesn't necessarily mean that your other, you know, your spouse is a bad person or they're the wrong person or they're doing everything wrong. They just not might not be right for you at this time. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's coming to terms with you can still love this person, but know that this isn't my person. Right. Um, you know, that's a great point. And there's uh, one couple that I know is kind of going through something like that. Two of the greatest people. Um, if you would have asked me to give you the top 100 who will not get divorced, I would have put them not even on that list, like just so far down the line. But they grew, none grow apart, but they grew, their personal growth was different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what was important to both of them, or it was important to one is, was not exactly important to both. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so they're going down that, that path of divorce and hopefully it works out. They're, you know, currently in that situation right now. Uh, mm-hmm. So nothing has been finalized, but again, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's, it's every relationship is different. You know, mm-hmm. they always say, you know, you never goes, you never know what goes on besides, you know, behind some closed door. And it's very true. Yeah. Yeah. It is so true. I mean, I would I can even say that for sure with mine. My my friends could feel that something was going on for a few years, but I don't think they quite knew what. You know, I started to go down a different path and and almost withdraw from my friends because they were sensing that something was up. I was starting mm-hmm. to drink a bit more. <laughs> I was starting right. to like, you know, disengage from my spouse. I wanted to do more things on my own. And so some of my closest or long-term friends were sort of like, hmm, what's going on here? So then I started to hang out with different friends who didn't know me at all. And, you know, we're okay with the fact that, oh, here's, you know, the fun Cindy that just likes to drink at a party. We don't know her, but she sounds, she seems so happy and fun. Absolutely. And so I was able to hide the truth of the matter with people who had no idea. So I think, you know, when you're out there and you're, we don't share a lot of our deepest concerns and our secrets with our closest friends sometimes, because if you're friends with both parties, it can be really hard to know, okay, where's that boundary of sharing this with you? And I'm on the fence about my marriage, but I don't really know what to say. And even saying it out loud sometimes makes it too real that we don't even want to go there yet. And I know that for me, I couldn't come to terms with even that word. I couldn't let it even come off my tongue. So I'd complain about certain things. And, you know, a lot of people complain about their marriages, but we never really realize how important it is. So if you're struggling You've got to start to get yourself support, maybe outside of your friend group, to a therapist, to a coach, find platforms like The Exit where you can start to really navigate this in a thoughtful way instead of letting yourself wallow in these emotions all by yourself. Because the more we do that, the worse the situation can become. And then we get ourselves to a place where, you know, we are basically destroying the end of of a marriage. And then that only takes you down the bad path. You know, we tend to wait until the very last moment for our spouse to do the one last thing that's going to piss us off or wait, wait till he cheats on me one more time or wait until he, you know, is out too late one more time. And I'm going to, then I'm going to tell him I want a divorce instead of us actually having like slowing it down and having these important conversations and saying, Hey, so this makes me feel, and you might have to say it a million times before you say, I know that I've tried to communicate this so many times. I know that, you know, I have done the work of trying to have the hard conversations, but you haven't necessarily got to a good place. Don't let things explode because what happens there is, which is the last thing we want is both of you running to lawyers, armoring up, and then the really expensive and emotionally devastating battle ensues, just like we see in the movies, just like you see with anyone who's been through divorce. We create the situation we fear, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I think that's a, that's a great point. And again, it's about not stewing, right? And, and, and letting it just keep building and getting worse and worse and worse until, and I've heard this from, uh, you know, uh, 
many people have tried to help that once that wall goes up, it's not coming down. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it was just so hard to jump over it. And because you, not you or you know, just in any situation, but because someone doesn't kind of open up and really discuss what's going on, they're kind of adding to it themselves, even though it could be the other person who's really, you know, feeding it more. Um, you're just some, you're almost sometimes just as responsible for not stopping it, you know, in its tracks before it really builds up. But that's yeah. why we really want to make people be like the happier and healthiest that they can be. So they can enjoy their life. And maybe even something like instead of going on, what are you going on? You go on vacation to get away from reality, right? You want to get away from your house that you've just been in for a while. Look, maybe sometimes the best thing to do is go rent a cabin with your spouse where you're not going there to, to go on vacation. You're going there because let's just push everything away, sit down and talk like all yeah. night yeah. And, and just focus on each other. Um, and I think that that's important. And another thing you said, you know, when it comes to your friend group, and this is why I think it's so important to build out that community side with the exit, especially to be able to have that anonymity and open up because you want a place to go. And the mm-hmm. best thing about the exit is, you know, it's 24 seven, 365. As long as you have access to the internet, you could be in Germany, Mexico, Toronto, Los Angeles, Atlanta, wherever you're gonna be and have something to turn to or something, you know, to, to look forward to reading about or, you know, because maybe a lot of times people think that they're the only ones going through this in life oh, yeah. and you're not. And they're not, and you're not, and you, you, people have to realize this is unfortunately something that's very common. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. having that place to go, and like you said, maybe you need a coach, maybe you need different friends. Well, your friends a lot, a lot of times will tell you what you want to hear. A coach is going to hold you accountable mm-hmm. and tell you what you need to hear. <laughs> like in, you know, in sports, and if you don't play well, someone else is in the game. You know, so it, it's a. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's an important thing to have that again, whether it's coach, a therapist, a an unbiased person. And hopefully if you do go to the right therapist or the right coach, they'll tell you when you're wrong. Yeah. Hey, I don't think you're looking at the right way, or you are looking at the right way, and that person's looking at the wrong way. But you want someone to be as open as possible because that's where that that true, you know, feeling of of like warmth and self-respect and everything that sometimes people feel when they're going through something like this, I mean, they should not feel ashamed or mm-hmm. abandoned or you know, anything like that, even though you know, it's easier said than done. Hopefully they, they'll realize how, you know, how much they've done in life. And just yeah. because they're in this situation, that does not define them. Yeah, absolutely. Divorce does not define you, but it definitely can determine how you're going to handle the next chapter, right? It's an op. I see it as an opportunity. And if we can shift that thinking of how has divorce given me an opportunity to learn, to grow, to change, maybe to be a different partner, be a better parent, show up differently in the next relationship. Like we can always find the opportunity in everything if we look for it. And what I liked too that you said earlier about the exit was that it's unbiased. And I, you know, time and time again, I hear so many people, oh yeah, don't worry. I've got a great support system. I've got great friends and family. I'm going through divorce. I get it. We need that. But those people are not exactly your place for advice. If they've never been through divorce or been touched by it or really understand it, then they're going to be biased. They they obviously have your best interest at heart. They want you to succeed. They want you to be happy. And sometimes our closest people have a hard time having the objective view. So we need to go somewhere else who's that is going to provide us both sides because we can tend to get a little bit too deep on the, yeah, rah, rah, you, and let's go against your ex-spouse because, you know, how dare they do A, B, and C. And they can almost start to create a bit of drama, even though you might not see it because you feel supported because you really need that during the t- that time. But to be able to go outside yourself and find resources that are unbiased, that it can teach you how to do something differently, teach you how to think a bit differently. I think that's really the key for this. And creating that community of people who are feeling what you're feeling, who are going through what you're going through, or have been there. You know, I did a reel the other day of 
you know, the three things that you should not do when you're going through divorce is one, take advice from friends and family who are really biased and only have your best interest. You know, the ones that can't quite be Switzerland, right? They Mm -hmm. only see your side. Two is don't take advice from that friend who is still bitter about their divorce and they haven't moved on. And three, you know, take advice from the person who has the outcome that you want. So if you've seen people in your world or you've seen divorce stories and, oh, yeah, I love how they get along. I'd really like that. I love how their their co-parenting relationship is so strong. It could be years later. Morph after that. What did they do to get there? What did they do to have that good relationship and that amicability now? Because you can get there, too. And so really use those experiences, those other people, those examples, those stories, you know, as your examples to model your experience after instead of all of these fights. Like we create this idea that we're supposed to hate our ex. We're supposed to hate you. This is what's supposed to happen. We're supposed to never talk again. We're supposed to, you know, despise each other. We're supposed to not speak, even though you spent years and years creating children together and you were the most intimate with this person you've ever been with anyone else. Oh, I mean, absolutely. And, you know, like what you said earlier, like you didn't fail. You know, there's, Hopefully, people teach this to their children or whatever, because you always want someone to go out and you know reach for the stars. But if you didn't have the outcome that you wanted, did you fail or did you learn? Did you learn mm-hmm. what not to do again? Yeah, and that's what that's what I think when you were talking about, um, you know, bringing to your next relationship or your next you know situation with your next partner, you know. It's okay. Deep down inside, you know one thing or two things or three things that you really didn't do well. So leave it there, right? Mm-hmm. Grow from that and learn from that. And we always continue to learn and grow as people. I mean, the people you marry can be 24, 25. Now you're 50. You've changed. Yeah. Even if you didn't want to change, just through life's experiences, you've changed. And yeah. you know what makes the difference between, I wouldn't say winning and losing, but you know, moving on is the person who just keeps getting up. But can remember what what knocked me down, I'm not gonna do that again. Mm-hmm. You know? And so not, not forgetting that I think is extremely important. As well as your as well as having that that self-love and self-worth. You, you really too many people that I speak to a lot of times, if they were a hundred on self-confidence after when they're going through divorce, a lot of times when their spouses kind of bring them down, both mm-hmm. husbands and their wives or, you know, same-sex partners. Um, it is, it's hard. Mm-hmm. They really feel as though they've, you know, taken a blow. Yeah. And, you know, your partner could have been your best friend before and now a little bit of an enemy. Change it yeah. back, right? Yeah. You, can, you can uncouple a better way. Yeah. There's always and a better it- way. There is always a better way because I always say divorce is not easy, but it doesn't have to be ugly. Making it ugly is a choice, you know? Um, so the exit hasn't been around that long, right? How long right. have you guys been up and running? Uh, we launched right at the end of uh, 2022, right in the end of December. Amazing. And so what are your plans going forward? Because already you're growing and this platform is so comprehensive with so many resources already. So where are you hoping to go next? So right now, I have to tell you, we're really happy with the launch. The feedback's been incredible. Um, and the, I'd say the reach, you know, to Europe, to, I mean, places everywhere that, that you were, I was just kind of shocked that, wow, look at the amount of people that are coming, you know, to this site. So right now, we're really happy with what we've built um, and really how it's going. But like I said, I really want to see this thing turn into a great community resource as well. Uh, maybe that's weekly calls. Maybe that's, again, the pods, the the people having that anonymity to be able to basically get together, you know, be in a situation where you feel that you can open up. Because like you said, the worst thing you want to do, or one thing you don't want to do, I wouldn't think, is, you know, leave the support, the supports, you know, the support system that you have when there could be other ways to, to go about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you you didn't change. People, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's, you're just going through a situation and in any situation, I don't care if you're sitting at, you know, business or in your house or with your friends or, you know, in anything you're trying to learn or, or, or trying to do, um, 
you know, having a great support, you know, it, it's just having great support is just so important. And if you can't get it on your own, then we would love for the exit to be there for you. And the other thing with the exit, right? It's a place you go for safety and security, you know, during a bad situation. And so hopefully we, we look for the exit to be your safe place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And this is a passion project for you, right? This isn't like what you do for a living. No, this, um, you know, I retired a couple of years ago. I, we have a foundation that's a healthcare foundation. Um, this is something I wanted to start because I saw just such an addressable need. And um, hey, I, God willing, this turns into a business. I mean, it's, it's really, um, I think there's so much there. And if you can help people and help solve a problem, then I think you actually have a business right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's it's about filling that need, right? And you clearly have this passion to really help people, even with your other foundation. And that just creates this whole sense of purpose, you know, as you move forward in life and doing things for others, which I think is so amazing. And I can't wait to see how the exit grows and the way that it spawns and has all these different opportunities and arms to it, because I really think that you guys are onto something. And I I love it because I'm so aligned with, with your thought process and what this is for and providing the support for people because I I know that it needs to it needs to happen. It's not out there. We can get it from a lot of different places, but you guys offer it in one con- condensed location, which I just love. So everyone out there, Phil's going to tell you where you can find the exit. Uh, so everyone, go to the exit.com. Um, I hope when you go that you think that everything we're doing is, is great. If not, please you know. Send in something or something you'd like to see better because we only grow or become a better site by learning from you, right? We want to answer the questions that are the most daunting to you because you are what we're doing this for. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's, it's extremely important to us when we're, you know, thinking of different stories to write or, you know, what questions are people searching for in the internet? We want to answer those. And that's how a lot of these you know, articles or, you know, the content gets, gets thought about to be written on. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's so great. I think divorce is hard enough. And the more that we can have provide those avenues to support and learn from each other, then the, the less hard it can be. Never be easy, but it might be a little less difficult. No, absolutely. Look, no one should ever walk alone. So yeah, I completely agree. Phil, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you. I love what you guys are building. And I can't wait to see it grow and be part of that growth growth along the way. So everyone out there, go check out theexit.com. You're also on Instagram. Um, Go give them a follow and really use them for the support that you need when you're going through a difficult time. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for listening to Divorce Redefined, changing the experience of divorce. We hope Cindy and her guests were able to put your mind at ease and help you make the right decision for your marriage. We wish you a beautiful week.